1: You're listening to Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio, Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon, your co-host, and today we have the equivalent
3: (laughs) of the... Come on, Bill. What is What Up, fam? I mean, I, go, I haven't done the show in like a year. What up, fam? He got hip while you, you were know Yeah.
1: I know 20-somethings usually don't talk to, to those of us that are much older <laughs> in that manner, but I, I do I'm have sure access to the internet.
3: 50-year-olds want to hear
1: that either. So. No, no, they don't. No. No, no, I mean, they don't want to hear it. Even the young folks don't want to hear it from. Somebody old like me. It's I Troy's mean,
0: version of a midlife crisis. Is this, that what it is? It's
1: really, it's really not a midlife crisis. It's a, a tongue-in-cheek way to kind of poke fun at the young hipsters. Uh, hipsters. I, mean, I bet they don't call themselves hipsters. But I do. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, you never ridden a, a bird, Bill. Oh my Come on. Oh there's, my goodness. there's scooters. Those kind of stuff. I mean, you haven't been downtown lately, have you?
3: Uh, no. Well, I've been out. down there, and I've seen them coming out of the uh, Atlanta United game. Yeah, The one down game the we got, of the, got in this season. I was sitting the, there going, 71,000 people. <sighs> My throat's starting to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I <you're>, barely breathe. <laughs> you,
1: your mind can
3: take you just oh, yeah.
1: about anywhere you want to go. 100%. Yeah, no doubt. All anyway, right. Uh, so tell them who's this here. Is, uh, this is uh, Bill Laco, as you have heard. Dollar Bill. Dollar? Dollar. Bill Laco. Uh, well, yeah.
3: after this week, might be quarter. Fid- 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 oh, 50 cent. Fiddy. Fiddy cent. Fiddy. Fiddy. I, we're
1: not down that big, Bill. All right. I know fiddy. the news might make it sound cent. like that.
3: There you go. Three quarter, Bill. <laughs> three quarter, Bill.
1: <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, that's three case quarter. That's Bill. right. That's right. Uh,
3: but but the real smart guys in the room, right?
1: That is true. Dr. Roger Tutterow is here with us. And uh, we're going to try to squeeze his brain, get all the good and Interesting information that uh, relates to coronavirus. Maybe we can help. Whatever's left in there. in
0: there? You're welcome to. Oh, is that, <laughs> so,
1: there you go. Is that it? Hey, yeah. you, I mean, you, you haven't. Had somebody else squeezing your brain. Right? No,
0: no. Okay. We're you know, And we're teaching at home this week, so we're on my right. instruction, so I'm rested and ready to go. Well,
3: yeah, you look good that? on TV, you know what I'm saying? Oh, thank you. Yeah. 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 Better on TV than in person. We should do that next
0: time. Well, what will see. So, <laughs> face for radio? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. so.
1: <laughs> well, this is our uh, version of the 10 Talking Heads uh, financial news that you probably have seen in the past. Uh, we do uh, hope that we can... Set a few things in in uh, proper perspective as we go through, uh, and uh, why not start with what our markets have done? Um,
3: now, look, we're going to be a somewhat serious, but we're going to have fun today.
1: Yeah, because no, I'm, I'm tired all about of it.
3: look. You know, you know what I'm saying? Here's what we're going to have. Number one, we're going to have a baby boom. Boom. I'm telling you, <laughs> nine months from now, you watch how many births. Happen. Yeah. Right. Right. Two, right. we're gonna have a divorce boom.
1: <laughs> no, it's gonna be
3: a little too much togetherness. This, this uh, is the, the full sides. employment <laughs> act for divorce lawyers, <laughs> OBGYN. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get back to work quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think most of the doctors are still going to work. Uh, well, that's it's, fair. It's really you can't get a pizza. <laughs> you can get a pizza. They'll deliver. It. <laughs> they'll deliver. You just can't go sit down and that's eat. Fair.
3: It. That's yeah, fair. That's fair. Yeah,
1: no doubt. All right. So uh, year to date, we have had. A decline in the S&P 500. Anybody surprised at that? seems like the news is telling us that things are falling apart horribly. We're down almost 25% year-to-date. If you look at how that's worked, energy is leading the way down. We could talk a little about energy and the mix-up that we saw a couple of weeks ago uh, among the OPEC nations, or OPEC and Russia. I don't think Russia's officially an OPEC nation now, but... um, there are problems in that. Uh, speak about speak about divorces. Um, you know that was a that was a pretty ugly one. If you look over the last 12 months, market is down 12.66%. Energy again, the worst actor there, down 60.5%. Information technology leads the way. It's been leading the way for quite a while. It's up 4.63%. The only other positive sector over the last 12 months is consumer staples. And it's barely up.
0: But again, when you look at the weekly numbers that we've had since we started correcting, to be only down 12% in the aggregate is quite an achievement. It tells you how strong the market was in 2019.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, If you look uh, back to February 19th, which was our last all-time high in the S&P 500, we have fallen 28.34%. So uh, we are slightly lower than that uh, dip that we had in late 2018, uh, where everybody October, was October, November, December. Yeah, it started like September 20th and mm-hmm. went to December 24th. We had almost 20% decline then. Uh, and like I say, we did finally break through that um, Thursday. Uh, no, that would have been Wednesday trading. Right. Broke through it a little bit. Um, and uh, you know, we've we've seen the market fluctuate right around that spot. If you remember what was going on back then. Uh, we had um, we had fears of a trade war, and then the Fed uh, raised interest rates in that fourth quarter meeting um, mid-December of 2018. Right. There was a lot of uh, uh, potential politics going on in the middle of that. The president was very vocal when uh, many of us would rather him just not talk about that. They're supposed to be somewhat divided. Maybe Roger can tell us a little what's going on with that or his opinion. Mm-hmm. Um But um, the the way all that worked out was a pretty significant decline. What we've got now, we came into the year, I've been talking about this for a while, we were significantly overvalued in the S&P 500. Stocks were up huge. In fact...
3: Probably. So I'm going to be a client. I'm like, why didn't you sell out, man? Why didn't you take us no, to zero? No, I think you usually you'll to say fully valued, right? Oh, value. fully well, valued. I, no, he's been know. saying I'm, we were was, overvalued. Yeah, that's right. And,
1: and the reason being, I mean, think about this. Right. We have a 31.5% gain in 2008 or 19. Right. Earnings were up 0.61% in the S&P 500. The fundamentals got out of whack.
0: Right. Now, some of that is, of course, with interest rates coming down. That's true. I mean, we always say that valuations are relative to other asset classes. That's so, right. And in your textbook explanation for valuation models, discounted cash flow, lower discount rates should translate into higher valuations.
1: Absolutely. But I am in
0: agreement with you. We talked about in 19 things that gotten... little bit frothy
1: yeah yeah they'd gotten a bit crazy so um you know we had like you said Roger we had three interest rate cuts after that big raise in in late 2018 and um you know what what we wind up with now is we're back to 2008, we've got That's 0% right. interest rates.
0: That's right. We've gone to the zero lower bound effectively by December 2008. We sat there for seven years to the day. One rate hike in 15, one in 16, three in 17, the four including the December 18 cut. And, you know, nine rate hikes, three rate cuts brought us back down. Uh, before this week, we were in a position of running, I think it was 150, 175. That's right, yeah. And uh, the Fed has cut twice now uh, in, our, in our meetings. Right. And <laughs> right. Um, so we we're sitting at essentially the zero lower bound. Now, but perhaps even more importantly than just cutting the rates, uh, they are buying across the yield curve. Right. So they're buying long-term bonds as well. They have now put in place a variety of credit facilities by which they're extending credit, including to the commercial paper market, right. which, of course, is the way that corporations raise cash in the short term. So I think they learned from 2008 9 the importance of being diverse about the many channels through which they add monetary stimulus.
3: Well, and I want to, you know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, as we said, government action going on, right. and you know, the next segment we'll come in and talk about <clears throat> some relief that has at least been passed up until today, right? Um, and some others that are coming. Um, but when we talk about interest rates, because I've I've heard these guys on CNBC this morning, and some of them, some of them I find very intelligent, some I find not sure why they are on TV. But then again, I guess I got 24 hours to fill, right? So you know, what, the, the Fed lowering rates did nothing. It doesn't do anything. That's what I hear. Now, mind you, let's be clear about what the Fed funds rate does. So, once you give us the textbook,
0: what yeah, it the Fed funds rate is a rate at which banks can loan excess reserves to each other in a fractional reserve banking system when you walk in the bank you deposit $10 they keep a dollar of that as reserves they loan out the balance and so when you lower the federal funds rate you make it cheaper for banks to loan to each other. But the other half of the story is if you go all the way back to last September you began to see some stresses in the funding market
3: right. repo
0: with the, re- the so called repurchase agreement a repo market and the Fed funds market. So really we've been concerned for a while about how financial institutions
3: get funded to some but, degree. But this is also the rate that, generally speaking, when they lower that rate, the prime rate comes down.
0: Right, primary is typically 3% over the fed funds rate. Right. So if we're at 0 to .25 on fed funds, we're at 3.25 now on prime. But again, those are short-term rates. If you as you go out the yield curve, uh, you're talking about longer duration bonds. No, I understand, in, right? but,
3: but but for our listeners, how this is personally impacting them is if you have a home equity line of credit, right. and you have you have loans outstanding on it, you have a balance, all of a sudden it went from 5% Yep, Now am down to about three, I'm guessing.
0: That's right. But the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is going to be pegged to something closer to the 10-year Absolutely,
3: bond. Absolutely, 100%. And, and they've you know, had some problems in that market. We're going to talk about that, too. So. All right, well, let's take a real quick break right here.
1: When we come back, we'll kick this and various other things around. Stick around. You're listening to Money Talks.